Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there and shake the dust from your feet in testimony against them. So they went off and preached repentance. The twelve drove out many demons, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. This is the apostles' first go at going out and being disciples. So Jesus has been forming them and working with them for three years. He's been revealing himself to them, working miracles in their presence, healing people, raising the dead. And now at this point, he sends them off two by two. So there's three things I just want to reflect on with this gospel today because Mark is a little different than Matthew and Luke in terms of how this is presented. And the details are important because, first of all, they go off two by two. And secondly, in the other gospels, they take nothing with them. But Mark says they take a staff with them. And they're also supposed to wear sandals on their feet. So I'm just going to talk about each one of those briefly. That they went out two by two, they took a staff, and they wore sandals on their feet. Now the first is Jesus summoned them together. So he summoned the twelve, brings all of them together towards, that, towards him. You are here this Sunday because you have been summoned. God has brought you and called you here, and you have responded. Now he may have summoned you in different ways. So some of you are here because Sunday is a holy day of, or is a day of obligation which we come to Mass and we honor the Lord's Day by coming to the Eucharist. Some of you are here because you know it's, the, it's one of the fifth precepts of the Church to attend Mass on Sundays. Some of you are here because your spouse dragged you or your parents dragged you. However that happened, whatever brought you here together for Mass today, God summoned you. He brought you to himself. And during this time, just as he did with the disciples, during this hour of mass he is forming us and he is shaping us and he's speaking to us and he's revealing himself to us so keep your eyes open god is wanting to show you something he has summoned you together but then we hear after he summons them he sends them out so he calls the 12 and then sends them out in pairs of two now remember it was 12 uh, apostles right somebody got stuck with judas i'd hate to be that guy but somebody got stuck with judas so he sends them out, two by two, to go out into the world. And so um, there's something about that. Every single detail in Scripture is there for a reason. 
So why two by two? Why does he send them out in pairs? Why don't they just go out alone? Well, he sends them out in twos because there's something very powerful that happens when we gather together where two or three are gathered in his name. So Jesus says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am present among them. So the disciples, as they go out, the apostles, they go out together in pairs. And there's a couple reasons for this. One is, if we're together and we join together in the sign of the cross, Christ is present with us. Another reason is because for, for something in a, in a trial back then, in order for them to testify in a trial, there had to be at least two witnesses. So two people had to see something in order for it to be valid. So they're going out into the world and they're working, they're going to work miracles. They're going to heal the sick. They're going to raise the dead. They're going to drive out demons. And so it's important that there's two sets, uh, two sets of eyes there, that somebody sees what another is happening. It's also pretty nice to think you're not crazy, right? If somebody else sees this miracle and says, wow, that was amazing. Didn't you, did you notice that? It's good to have somebody else witness what is happening. It's also good to have the encouragement because you'll see Jesus says, go to whatever house you want and you might be rejected. So it's kind of nice to have somebody to talk to when you go through rejection. So I want you to think about that, that in your life. Who is your spiritual friend? Who is your spiritual um, partner that God has given you to evangelize the world. Now, some of you are married, so hopefully that's your partner right there. You got that, that friend right there. That's the ideal, right, is that as a married couple, you minister together. And so not only do you go to pray with somebody, but you bring your spouse with you. But I understand that not all marriages are people on the same levels, right? Sometimes you have somebody that's really, really near the faith. Sometimes you have somebody that's not. So if that's the case, it's good to have, like if you're a woman, a, a, another woman friend who's at the same level with you and the same journey with you. Same thing with the guys. If you have a guy friend who's leading the spiritual life with you. And then for the rest of us that are single, it's good to have somebody that we can count on. Now, maybe you've tried or you prayed for somebody or you've prayed over somebody and you find that for some reason the miracle didn't happen. I would invite you to remember two. You need two people. So call somebody else. Bring somebody else with you. Pray over that person. Pray together because God is present where two or three are gathered in his name. So that's the first thing is think about who your spiritual partner is. Who is your spiritual friend that God has given you to journey with you and to encourage you and to witness the miracles that you're called to live. The second is that they're, called, they're, they're supposed to carry a staff. So why are they carrying a staff? Well, the only time we see a staff in liturgy is uh, when the bishop's here, uh, unless Father Paul has to use a cane, but otherwise it's the bishop that uh, will have a staff. And a staff is a sign of authority. So the second thing is the disciples are supposed to carry a staff to remind them that they have the authority over unclean spirits. They have the authority over demons. They have the authority to heal the sick. They have the authority to do everything that Christ did and, and was in them. And that will happen in the bapti baptism of this child. In baptism, you are given that authority of priest, prophet, and king. Okay, third and finally is the sandals. Now that one kind of like... Um, 
the other ones don't include that either, but I'm, I, I was thinking, like, why did, he, why did he say sandals? Like, bring your sandals with you guys. Don't go barefoot. What, what's the point of sandals? And I didn't realize until praying with it and reading over it is um, the whole point of the sandals was to keep them somewhat apart from the dirt, but also when they went to a place and they weren't accepted, they were supposed to shake the dust from their feet, like clean off their sandals and move on. And all of us are supposed to do that as well. So we're supposed to bring the good news to people, right? We're supposed to evangelize, share our faith, and it's not going to always be accepted. And sometimes when it's not accepted, we can feel rejected, especially when it's people close to you, like your spouse or your children or your families or your neighbors. We can feel a sense of rejection. But Jesus says very clearly, Shake the dust off of your feet in testimony against them. And so for many of us, what that kind of translates into modern language is don't get caught up in the negativity. Don't take the bait when somebody wants to take you down a negative path. Don't, don't uh, follow any, anything that is not of, of God or that brings joy or hope or love. Like, you are called to be a joyful person. Don't let anybody ruin that. And if somebody does ruin that, don't let it ruin the rest of your day. Don't bring it home to your families. Don't bring it to, to, to work. Shake the dust off your feet. Just let it go. Get rid of it. And then go on and, and, and encounter the next person that you encounter. So as you've been summoned here today, he now sends you forth into the world. And those three things are very important that we have. That you have a spiritual friend, somebody that you can walk with, that you know that you're carrying the authority of Jesus that's been given to you in your baptism, that you too can work miracles, you can heal the sick, you can drive out demons, you can do all the things and more, Jesus said. And finally, if it's not working out, shake the dust from your feet. Move on to another place, move on to a different person, and really allow yourself to never lose the joy that was given to you on baptism. So again, every time we come together in the Mass, let yourself be summoned, but also realize that we're to go out into the world, two by two, and share the faith.